0: If you've been a listener of my podcast for a while, you have noticed a the theme at the end of each episode. I always concluded by saying, keep on shining. And the reason for that is I truly, truly, truly believe that this community of ADHDers have amazing super strengths, superpowers, and are bright, 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 bright stars. And I really believe in that. In my everyday interaction with my clients, with the community, I am always in awe and amazed of the skills, the the strength that each one of us has. And we are truly the stars that shine a little bit brighter than the rest. And I'm not trying to create an us and them, but I do believe that our light is shinier. So to that note, where am I going with this? i like to introduce you to one of those shiny, bright stars, Amber Daphne. And from time to time, I will bring on these stars to have a conversation, a candid conversation about their successes, their challenges, and how they're managing and coping with their ADHD. And in this episode, we're going to be showcasing Amber and her amazingness, the things she's doing in her family for young women of the next generation that are coming up, and so much more. So it is my pleasure to introduce you to Amber Duffney, one of those shining stars. So let's get to it. Welcome to Proudly ADHD, at work and in business. I'm your host, Coach Kathy Rashidian, and I help professionals like you understand the science behind your unique brain so you can unlock that inner genius Ready to transform your ADHD into your best asset? Keep listening. Welcome to another episode with Coach Kathy. Today I want to talk about successes and what it's like to manage our brain, do amazing things in the world, and also how others are doing it. So Instead of me talking about me all the time, (laughs) or bringing on doctors and psychologists and therapists and expert coaches and so forth, I'm going to the real people on the streets and really wanting (laughs) to dive deep into real life situations and real life scenarios and real life success stories. So I'd like to welcome Amber Daphne to the show. Amber, welcome. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Kathy. It's really great to to be here. I'm so glad that we
0: connected. Absolutely. So Amber is one of those awesome ADHDers, and she has a story that she's going to share with us. And we're going to talk about her successes, her challenges and how she's gotten to where she's gotten. So, Amber, let's let's give a little bit of context to our audience. When were you diagnosed with ADHD?
1: Well, the first time I was diagnosed was I was 18, right before I went to university, and then after I had my son, my second child, he was born in 2014, so it must have been 2015, I I had noticed after having him that symptoms and I was having a harder time <laughs> handling things because I, I I never did go on medication originally. So I thought, okay, well let's let's go back and look at this and see if if you know I was actually properly diagnosed. And sure enough, yes, I was re-diagnosed.
0: I do from time to time hear the diagnosed earlier in life, didn't do anything about it, or the parents kind of supported the, the person throughout and then university school kind of falling into that structure kind of they moved their way up to adulthood and then adult life happens and then it's like whoa here's the brain what are we going to do about this so yeah whole different set of after- uh, challenges exactly so what did you do after that once that diagnosis kicked in what was really the driving factor of like okay I want to do something about this now
1: yeah well I was finding that I was my anxiety was really high I was snapping at my kids, I was not able to tolerate as much, basically, I was feeling very overwhelmed, I felt like, you know, and any ADHD -er can can relate to this, you feel like you have 18,000 windows open in a computer in your brain, which, so I went from a two-parent household when my, my ex lived here with my daughter. And then when my son was born, that relationship ended, he was only like three months old. So I went from a two-parent household with one child to a one-parent household with two children. (laughs) And my son was in his first year. It was very tough because I was nursing, but he had some allergies, which thank God he outgrew, but I was getting very little sleep too. And so I just, decided that I had to do something and I thought, well, maybe this is, maybe this is what I need to deal with at that point. And and that's when I got re-diagnosed and I did try medication. Unfortunately, I didn't try a whole bunch of them. I tried one and it it really didn't help. It actually exacerbated my anxiety feelings. So I ended up coming off of that about, I think it was on them for like a year, year and a half and kind of decided to ha- handle it a little bit more naturally, I guess. And uh, so started looking into that kind of stuff and, and, and seeing what was out there and, and learning about different vitamins and supplements that really can support you uh, in that. So I, I came across you know, large doses of omega and glutathione. <laughs> I'm probably mispronouncing that, but anyway, glutathione, and which is one for concentration and brain fog, because that was a big struggle is the brain fog and, and having a good probiotic because the gut brain connection is, is very, very, it's very closely intertwined. So yeah, so that's what I did and and you know some days I still struggle and cuz sometimes I forget to take my, my I say my meds but my you know my supplements and and I definitely notice after if I miss a couple of days I definitely notice a difference but it's there's a whole different set of challenges as an adult person with ADHD than as a child, right? And learning how to live with my brain, I think I'll be learning that my whole life, right? I don't think I'm ever going to be like, "Okay, got it." But self-compassion has been huge a hugely important piece of it because my brain is my brain you know i can't change it but being a person that has adhd i can i have some superpowers you know as well as some challenges so kind of looking at it from that perspective as well has helped
0: that's awesome. the The supplements, the it's important to note. You know that one of the things is is the whole topic of medication and ADHD is one that we could talk to for hours. And for right. the point of this conversation, mm-hmm. I just want to inject that the fact that you saw that okay, meds is not it doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for my biology, and it it made sense. And then supplements, and now way to go for finding the right supplements that work for you because I always I'm trying different things myself too and mm-hmm. and being open to that that's huge because it the meds I feel like it's only one part of the management of it and then yeah. when we go to the self-compassion and you know that side you mentioned superpowers so I'm curious mm-hmm. what is your superpower
1: well you know I've been told and and I guess. I guess I was told when I went to IPAC is when it first came to me. And then I realized, you know what? That's actually true. Intuition is, is Mm -hmm. kind of my superpower. I can read between the lines. I can read energy. I have very strong senses. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. you know, when it comes to being, to having ADHD, that's part of it. And it's also part of being a, a sense, a highly sensitive person, but I believe that those two are very much intertwined. Yeah. And another thing as an ADHD person is we can get really hyper-focused. I know for, for my brain, it can get like, if I find something that I really enjoy doing, I can get lost for hours mm-hmm. and hours and hours and get a lot done. And then if I'm doing things that don't light me up, that's when I have a hard time focusing. So it's really interesting how it works because, you know, if you can figure out and like I'm still trying to figure that out, what things I need more help with and what things I can focus on and, and, and kind of organizing that that's really where the, the magic is.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes so much sense. And the intuition part, I think part of that is, is most of our lives, there's, there's been this conversation in the background about, oh, if only you could do this, or, you know, why can't you do this? So there's this narrative that's underlying all of our lives on how we should be showing up, how we're supposed to be. And that I think really affects intuition. Because intuitively, we know what we want to do. so And it sounds like you're like parking all of that noise aside and going, no, I know in my heart of hearts who I am and my gut and really trusting that. So yay to that. (laughs) (laughs) Yay (laughs) to that. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So fast forward now to where you are in your life. Where are you in your life? What's happening? What's what's cooking up (laughs) for you?
1: Well, now I'm still a single person parent, although I co-parent, which is, is essential breaks are essential. I think for the ADHD brain, I think any parent though. So my, my kids are six and 10 and my daughter having turned 10 last September, I actually in December, I was connected with through, through another friend, I was connected with a gal named Melanie or Melody, sorry. And Melody does created a curriculum for, for workshops for empowering young girls. And it just came into my life at the right time because I'm dealing with a child with a daughter who's in that age group and starting to deal with self-consciousness and, you know, distrusting herself and, and her worth and it broke my heart, it breaks my heart. And so I, when I, I always have wanted with my coaching business to help women and or girls, just because I know the experiences that I've had, pardon me. And I know that the challenges that I've had, if I can help young girls have better skills and tools to deal with that, then I'm going to be helping a future generation of women that are more secure, you know, have more self-worth. Are more confident and, and go for what they want and believe in themselves. So that came into my life in December. And uh, I decided to align my coaching business with with her um, doing her workshops. And it's just so it, talk about intuition like that. I, I had been struggling in my coaching business, trying to figure out what niche I wanted to do and who I wanted to work with and how I wanted to help them. And I kept throwing spaghetti at the wall and none of it was sticking. And now I realize it's because I was not allowing myself to really truly dig into that intuition to find out who I wanted to deal, help, right? Deal with and work with. And, you know, I'd always had in the back of my head that I wanted to help girls, but I had, you know, a limiting belief around, well, they can't pay for it. Well, of course they can't, but their parents do, right? <laughs> so I just have to have to help uh, young girls whose parents see the value in 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 what I'm doing. So, it's been an amazing journey coming to that, and 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 knowing that in helping these young girls, I'll be helping my daughter at the same time, and 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 being able to lead by example for her and for my son, for that matter, is hugely important to me, because. I'm pretty sure my son has ADHD. He's not diagnosed, but I'm almost positive. And it's, I want him <clears throat> to know that even though his brain works different than than some other people's, he can still be successful. And I want my daughter to know that just because she's um, a woman, will be a woman, She still has value and she still can do the things that she wants to do and she can do hard things. So I feel like this is not only helping me kind of find my place in the world and the difference I'm meant to make, but also helping my parenting. So
0: it's a win win for sure. I love it on so many (laughs) levels. Earlier, Amber mentioned IPEC, and actually, both her and I are graduates of IPEC, which is a coaching institute. And, and so, which, which is like hundreds of hours of rigorous yes. training to become um, <laughs> yeah. a, a professional coach. And, you know, it's interesting because once you come out of that, it's like, okay, I've started this new business venture, going out on mm-hmm. my own, and then looking at the art of possible and all these ideas and all these things. Oh, yeah. So to my entrepreneurs who are listening to this episode, to the professionals that want to transition from... Um, a nine to five to having your own business. One of the reasons I wanted to bring up Amber was that of at this crossroads of do I everything myself? Because you, I'm pretty sure you can, and you, you could, but it's to what extent, you know, and balancing Mm -hmm. being a mother of two and, you know, time for yourself and then also launching a business. What does that look like? You know, so I, I, congratulate you on, Hey, let me see who else is in this space and what are they doing and what systems have they created? And, yep. and I partner with them as opposed to, there is this narrative that I hear over and over with entrepreneurs. I'm going to do it myself. Uh, there's a website. Okay. I'm going to go learn how to create a website so I can build a website. Oh, there's, you know, I can do my own writing. I'm a really great writer. So let me write myself. It's like, yeah, but do you really have time for that stuff? Or where is your- energy. Exactly. And especially with this brain of ours that I truly think it has a capacity limit. Like it just yeah. does. And I think every brain does. And, exactly. and you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. And it takes so much out of us to manage our emotions, manage decision-making. Like throughout the day for 80 years, there are certain things that come, doesn't come to us naturally. So we have to work on it a little bit more. And then to add all these extra tasks, I think it's really, it's important to know where your strengths are and then where you Mm -hmm. can delegate those to others or, you know, partner, make, create uh, strategic alliances, I call them in your business. So, and what a beautiful thing you're doing for the women, the young women. Oh my God. Like there needs to be more of you guys around (laughs) doing that work. Yes, for sure. I agree.
1: I agree. I so, think it's, it's very important work and I'm, 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 it puts the word, I guess I just feel very blessed and grateful that I,
0: I, I found this opportunity when I did. Awesome. I, I, and, you know, honestly, thank you from the bottom of my heart for influencing some young women because you, you're shaping and molding the next generation and your kids are so lucky to have you, Amber, like kick-ass thank mom you. you are. Amber, I want to ask you if you were to talk to your young self in this talk pick mm-hmm. of, Young women, what yep. advice? And I'm getting goosebumps when I ask this question. What advice would you be giving? What would you, would you want to share to that 15 year old you? What would you want to tell her now? Ooh,
1: I would want her to know that her worth is more than, way more than her body. I would want her to know that she ha- <clears throat> she has so much in her so much magic in her to give to the world and to share with the world and really not being afraid. I would want her to be less afraid of what other people thought and trust,
0: trust, trust her gut. I love it. Thank you. And another question then to those late in life diagnosed in your in through your lens what would you want those to walk away with from this conversation because they we all end up in that crossroads of what i have adhd some of us didn't even know i didn't know what do you want to say to those
1: well <clears throat> first of all i want to say congratulations for getting yourself to the point of where you are and not even recognizing and knowing that you had this challenge. And second of all, embracing it and and learning how to get help where you need help and loving yourself through that, I think is, is the, the most beautiful thing because if you are constantly, you know, getting frustrated with your brain, (laughs) which, you know, we all, we all do sometimes, there's no question that's going to happen. But if we can learn to show ourselves more compassion around that, and also celebrate the things that make you, that, that give you your superpowers because of your ADHD, that will allow you to, to love yourself more and, you know if you're if you're in a, a state of love and compassion you can get a lot more done in life and you will be a heck of a lot happier
0: i love it can i ask a third question on that same round sure. <laughs> since sure. we're going all deep in our emotions and feels to the mums to the moms mm. that are raising children and also managing a business, what have you learned in this journey w- with your two kids that you want you want them to walk away with from this conversation? Do you mean moms with ADHD or just yeah, moms, the moms in with ADHD and also raising kids who may be ADHD yeah. also and running a business, the whole gamut?
1: Yeah. Take time for yourself you have to do that there is a capacity that like you said earlier your brain can only do so much and you only have so much energy in the day and the when you hit a level of of being full (laughs) up top in your brain you know show your uh, recognize that it's okay to feel that way, and it's okay to not do all the things at that time, you know? There's times where you just have to dial back, and you have to give your kids, you know, KD for dinner, or, you know, you have to put on a show or a movie because you just need, you know, 10 minutes to yourself to collect your thoughts and to get your brain to slow down again. It's okay to do that. I, I spent a lot of time beating myself up about that. <laughs> and you know, I still go, oh, they probably watch a little bit more screens than I would like. But I know that if my mental health and my state are not taken care of first, I cannot take care of them to the best of my ability. So I think that would be
0: that would be what I would what I would say. <laughs> gold, gold. And I love that. And I relate <laughs> to that so much. The beginning of COVID. I was like, how the heck am I going to do this? Like, she's at yeah. home every day. I'm trying to have a business. What do I do? And and I thank you for, for that because I gave myself the permission to be like, you know what? iPad, here it comes. And it's going to be more than the 20 minutes a week, a day that she would get. And to right. this day, there's days where I'm like, oh, she's been on that thing for an hour now. But sanity, you know, versus an yep. emotional, mom that just you know is going to flip her lid any second like it it is what it is and balancing knowing that you're a kick-ass mom still and you're instilling all these awesome values it'll balance itself out in the long run it will thank you
1: thank you it absolutely will no matter what we do (coughs) our kids are going to need therapy (laughs) oh oh my god isn't that the (laughs) truth? (laughs) so you know we do the best we can with the capacity that we have right that's that's how I how I look at it and love
0: the heck out of yourself through it (laughs) yeah so true well Amber thank you so much for coming in this space sharing your story with us very welcome I'm pretty sure a whole bunch of people that are listening are going to be very inspired and just permission to self-love and self-care in a very intentional way. That's what mm-hmm. I'm hearing from your story and to lean into others, go where others have done it before you. So you don't have to create it all the way from scratch. Congratulations yeah. on your coaching practice. You're, you're doing some amazing work with, with those young women that shape this next generation. So from the bottom of my heart, I thank you so much. And I thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. And
1: I hope that, you know, the, the, your listeners will find value in, in this conversation. And maybe if even one person can, can give themselves a break, you know, and, and show themselves a little bit more love, then this
0: conversation was successful. Absolutely. And folks, I'll put in some of the how to find Amber's program in the show notes. So we'll link to her website and, and all the amazing goodness that she's doing. So, so you can reach out to her directly as well. And I hope, as Amber said, if even if one listener has is, is gotten something out of this, we did it. So until next time, my friends, keep on shining. You've succeeded in a fast-paced environment like tech, marketing, professional services, or even telecom. If someone peeked in the window of your life today, they would never know that you have spent most of your life not quite fitting in. You've succeeded in a fast-paced professional environment. You love it. From the outside, it looks like you've got it all together. But now you're in a place where your ADHD is holding you back from really stepping into the next level of your career. The saying that says you're the sum of the people you spend the most of your time with is so true. Stack that to the odds of greatness in your favor. So I'd like to welcome you to the Quantum Thinker's Mastermind starting this April. I challenge you to amp up your sphere of influence in the quantum thinkers mastermind and join us we're currently accepting applications and they close on april 11th to find out more about my mastermind led by yours truly head over to show notes and click on the link quantum thinkers mastermind hope to see you there